it's eight o'clock and um, I hope that you can hear me all right tonight. I, uh, I have a small floor heater on in my office. There is no heat in my office other than that. And uh, so if it is a distraction, uh, please put that in the comment there if you can't hear. But if you can hear, I'm gonna try to leave that heater on this evening. Uh, it's a little bit chilly outside. Uh, as always, if uh, there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. Um, we uh, have been out today, and uh, and so if you have a need, milk or bread or, or just anything at all, please let me know. I'm not afraid to get out and to go, and so if I can help you in any way, please let me know. Uh, tonight, we're going to be continuing on looking at Gideon. And last night we looked at you're never too low for God to use. You're never too far down in the pit that God can't pick you up. And Gideon was uh, on the ground and in the ground uh, in a hole down in a wine press hiding from the Midianites and God found him. I think this is, uh, that's very special because I think all of us have been in a low point in our life whether emotional or spiritual or relationships wise and and to know that God can pull us up and uh, work in our lives is very special. But tonight I want to talk to you about something that I think affects all of us is most of us would say that we trust the plan that God has. But if we were honest, most of us would like to know the details. We'd like to know the details about how God's gonna work in our life, about how God is gonna work in our marriage, how God is gonna work in our church, how God is gonna work in our nation. And so um, most of us trust that God's in control, but we'd like more information. And I think this is very true when we're trying to make decisions for God. Lord, if you just tell me how this is going to happen, when it's going to happen. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. I think about for my own children. I think about the America that they are growing up in is not the same world that I grew up in or even you grew up in. Um, the things they are, are learning and trying to be taught are, are wicked. And uh, it's being pushed as a... Um, just in all kinds of fashions. And I think, what's this old world gonna be like if the Lord tarries for them? And so Lord, I, I know you'll take care of them. Two of my children are saved. But God, how are you going to take care of them? Lord, I know you've said that if you'll train a child in the way that they are, should go, that when they're old, they shall not depart. But God, how are, you, how are you going to accomplish that? And so I think that all of us have been there God, we trust you, but a little more information would be appreciated. And that's what happens here to Gideon. If you remember yesterday, um, the Lord said, I'm going with you, I'm gonna fight for you, and you're gonna be victorious. That was the word that he had been given from God. You're going to be brought out of this pit, used for my glory, and I'm gonna give you a great victory. But listen to what verse 17 says. So Gideon said to him, If now I have found favor in thy sight, then show me a sign 
that it is thou who speaketh to me. Please do not depart from here until I come back to thee and bring out my offering and lay it before thee. And he said, I will remain until you return. Gideon says, well, now I've heard, you've told me, and I believe you that I'm gonna go into battle, one man, and defeat the Midian and the Midianite people. I believe you. Um, but, Lord, if you really mean that, would you prove it to me? I'm going to run inside and bake you a little um, a dish to eat, and I'll bring it back out. And if you're still here, I'll know that what you told me was true. Have you ever found yourself doing that? Driving down along the, along the road and wanting God to give you a specific answer and say, Lord, show me in the road signs. Or, Lord, show me, and I'd say we're all guilty of this, taking our Bible and, and just uh, opening it and pointing our finger and saying, Lord, this is what you want for me. That's not a real good way to find the Lord's direction for your life. But I think all of us want to please God if we love him, but we just want more information. And that's what Gideon did. Gideon said, Lord, I ha, thank you for this wonderful prophetic word. Thank you for this wonderful task that you're going to accomplish. But, but I'm just not sure how it's going to happen. And tonight I want you to know that God understands your doubts. God understands your fears. God understands when you don't know how it's going to work out. God understands when you question God understands, and he's big enough for you to approach him with them. Now, you shouldn't linger on them long, but God understands. You see, God knows exactly who's going to come into your life to help you. God knows exactly the day that that prodigal child's going to come home. God knows exactly what it's going to take for this situation to be resolved and that friendship to be repaired. God knows all of that. But like Gideon, we'll tell God, well, Lord, if you'll just show me, if you'll just wait here, prove it to me. And friends, I want to say this. God has done everything necessary to prove that he loves you and me. He proved it on Calvary because Jesus didn't die for us once we were saved and good. He died for us while we were sinners. Jesus proved that he wants what's best for me when he went to the cross and took my sin and my shame and my punishment. He did not sin. He took my punishment. When he died upon the cross, I believe the Bible teaches us that he died upon the cross for the sins of the world, knowing that billions of people would never accept him. And so Jesus has proved what love is and that he loves me. And if he was willing to die for me, to raise from the dead for me, then I should know that he's willing to provide the financial resources to help me in my time of need. If Jesus was willing to shed his blood for me on the cross, he's, he knows what I need to repair that relationship with that person who I've hurt or has hurt me. If Jesus was willing to die on the cross and take my sin and shame and torture, he knows what's necessary for my children. And so tonight I pray that the Lord will be with you. And so, um, so think about that. 
God understands your questions and it's okay to ask him, Lord, how are you going to work this out? Lord, how are you going to do this? Now, he might not give you an answer, but it's not sin to ask. And so we see that in Gideon and we see here in verse 20 um, that he comes back out, he prepares um, some bread and some meat and he's still there. And the angel says this, take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. And so he did. And then the angel touches that and there's a fire and a miraculous event there in verse uh, 21. And listen to what verse 22 says. Because I think this is really important. When Gideon saw that he was the angel of the Lord, he said, Alas, O Lord, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord said to him, Peace to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. And in your life, I want you to think about this. If Jesus has proven that he loved you, it shouldn't take a miraculous event every day to remind you that he loves you. If you are saved tonight, and this is a big question and I'm going to leave you with this. The Bible says that if you know that you are saved, that you know that you are saved. Now you might stumble and you might struggle and you might fall, but if you know that you know that you're saved, you know that God loves you. Because why? Jesus proved his love for me. He promised that he would put me in the palm of his hand and that nothing could separate me from his love. Friends, your arm is not long enough to write your name in the Lamb's book of life in heaven or to erase it. And so Gideon needed a sign in the moment to prove to him that God loved him and would be with him because he lived in a different time. Jesus hadn't died yet, rose yet. The Holy Spirit didn't live within them. And so tonight I want you to know something. When you're looking for God's direction and power in your life, don't look for the miracle in the moment. Remember the man at Calvary because the devil can make miracles happen. The Bible says that if it was possible that Satan could deceive the very elect, signs, wonders can be replicated. But there's one thing that can never be imitated if you're a Christian. And that's the Spirit of God living within you. Guiding you, leading, directing you, convicting you. And so tonight, if you don't know if you're looking for the miracle in the moment, friends, you'll never have enough. You'll never have enough miracles. And I believe in miracles. But a miracle won't get you to heaven. A man named Jesus Christ who is fully God and fully man. That's the great miracle that you need. The fact that he would come, die, be buried, and rose again for your sin and for mine. And so instead of looking for the miracle in the moment, go back to that man on the cross who died for you.
to that moment when you fell under a conviction that you can't explain. Friends, I'll never forget it when the Lord convicted me to save me. I'll never forget when the Lord convicted me when I was a running rebel from Him as an older adult, but I knew I was saved. I'll never forget the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And friends, if you know the man at Calvary, you know what He's done for you and how much He's loved you. And if He conquered sin and death for you, He'll conquer whatever is in front of you. And so tonight I just pray that that helps you. I pray that the Lord will be with you and bless you. And as always, I read all your comments, your prayer requests, even if I don't get a chance to get back with you. Know that I am praying for you. Thank you for those of you who comment on the video and like it and share it. Because I do. I have a record and I can pray for you and your family and the situations that you're going through. And as I always say, uh, I really hope the rapture happens tonight. I hope the Lord calls us home. But if he doesn't, and he's willing, I look forward to sharing with you again tomorrow night. And may God richly bless you.